If you're ready to get out of your own way to follow the seven-figure science of success, then welcome to Sell Without Selling. Tune in with renowned international speaker Stacey O'Byrne as she shows you how mastering relationships, achieving the proper mindset, and attaining the necessary motivation will catapult you away from failure and onto your journey to greatness. And now, here is your host, Stacey O'Byrne. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Sell Without Selling. I'm your host, Stacey O'Byrne, and I believe that learning the art and the science of how to sell without selling is the only way to achieve high six and seven figure success. I'm really excited to get into today's episode and really quick, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, or sales professional, and you haven't hit the level of success that you've wanted or needed, or if you're stuck and needing a pivot in your business and your success, or maybe you just want more and you understand the importance of having a coach to help identify the blind spots, increase accountability, and help with success strategies to take you, your business, your income, and your success to the next level. If this sounds like something for you, then head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash I want success. There's a quick application there that will lead to a personal phone call with me to see if we're a great fit for each other. All right, let's do this. Is sales hard for you? You know, I get asked by a lot of friends, a lot of associates, a lot of people when I'm speaking, how sales is so easy for me, how I've managed to close and increase my closing ratio to 88%. And, you know, being asked this as frequently as I am, has really made me realize that sales doesn't always come simple for people. So is sales hard for you? And ultimately, does it make achieving the success that you've always dreamed of, desired, and know you deserve, does it make that elusive? Does it make that hard for you as well? I think the quickest and most simplest way to answer this question is to really start with looking at your beliefs. Looking at your belief system. How do you limit yourself? What do you believe? Do you believe you can do sales? Do you believe that regardless of what you do, have you even realized and believe that if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur, in some form, you're still a salesperson? Do you have a belief that sales is hard? Do you have a belief that you're not good at sales? Do you have a belief that you can't sell or that you even know how to sell? So I think if we start with what is it that you believe, we'll start uncovering maybe some of the surface level things and some of the not so surface level things that make you as an entrepreneur, a business owner, or even a sales professional struggle with sales. So what beliefs do you have? And I'd invite you to push pause right now and take a few minutes and write things down. Write the beliefs that support you in sales and business and in your pursuit of success. And then write down the beliefs that limit you 
that hinder you, that hurt you, that make you struggle? How do you view sales? Now, I want to get into this in a multitude of levels. And first, let's just start with how do you view sales? What's your experience when you are out there as a buyer, when you are out there as someone with a problem, a need, a want, a desire? How do you embrace the whole buying and selling process? Do you embrace it with dread? Do you enjoy buying things? Does the itty bitty shitty committee kick off when someone approaches you and wants to sell you product? Do you look at the whole interaction between selling and buying as sleazy, as dirty, as aggressive? What's your perspective, your viewpoints, your beliefs, your projections of the entire buying and selling encounter? Because that's all it is. It is just an experience. What positive experiences have you had in sales? What negative experiences have you had in sales? As a matter of fact, I invite you again to push pause and to start writing down these experiences because I promise you that this is a direct correlation and contribution to if sales is hard or easy. Are you a difficult buyer? Are you a difficult prospective client when you're in the need, want, and desire arena and you're looking for products, services, and solutions? Are you that indecisive buyer? Do you cringe any time someone starts presenting to you or selling to you? Do you get negative? Do you start experiencing money mindset issues? Does the itty bitty shitty committee start firing off? Do you struggle when it's time to make purchasing decisions and spending and or investing your money? Do you hold back on spending or investing money on yourself, on your problems, on your needs, your wants and desires? See, how you show up as a buyer is in direct correlation to how you show up as a salesperson for a multitude of reasons. And we'll get into that in a little bit. I'll go as far as pushing on you. What's your relationship with money? What's your money mindset? You know, the sheer nature of what it is I do, I meet a lot of coaches. And several months ago, I had met someone who represented themselves as a money mindset coach. And it became very clear in our communication with each other that she had a very scarce, negative, closed mindset period. You know, she had a lot of limiting beliefs, which is fine. There's zero judgment there. We all have our starting point. However, she actively marketed herself as a money mindset coach and everything with her, all her decisions came from a space of scarcity. As a matter of fact, she really had no money 
and she was struggling financially. And the reason why she marketed herself as a money mindset coach was because she felt it was the easiest way for her to make money, which was kind of scary in itself because this is somebody who doesn't have money showing up to teach other people how to supposedly have a mindset around money that she didn't even possess. So what's your relationship with money? Do you believe that money is an exchange of energy? You put energy out, energy comes in. Do you have an open relationship with money? Do you struggle with money yourself? Do you struggle with having an open mindset with money? See, your relationship with money is going to show up in your communications about money. Years ago, years ago, I had someone in my class, and it was day one of our class, and she sold healthy chocolate. These chocolates had a very high level of antioxidants in it. And I knew a friend of mine was a holistic health practitioner and loved chocolates, and I was going to buy this friend uh, a gift. So I had asked for 10 boxes of this and she gasped and I, I looked at her and I, I asked her what was wrong and she goes, do you know how much these are? And I said, it, it, it doesn't matter. I want to give somebody very special to me a very special gift and I know my friend will really appreciate this. So I would like 10 boxes and she goes, well, these are really expensive. In other words, she was trying to talk me out of my order. There was $150 for a box of these high antioxidant healthy chocolates. And I knew that my friend would want to give some out to clients. I knew my friend would enjoy them uh, herself. And so, yes, I knew I was making a significant investment and I was okay with that. I have a very healthy relationship with money. I have a very open relationship with money. And for me, this gift was very important. I had the money. It was an easy investment. And it was also a gift and, and uh, a gesture to a relationship. And the salesperson proceeded to continue to attempt to talk me out of the sale because she was projecting her relationship with money into this engagement to the point where I finally told her, look, do you want a $150 sale or do you want a $1,500 sale? And she smiled and she goes, of course, I would want the $1,500 sale. And I said, then why are you going out of your way to talk me out of it? And she didn't even realize that's what she was doing. Now, through the process of staying in the course and everything, she learned very, very quickly that all she was doing was projecting her money mindset issues, her relationship with money, her scarcity into our engagement. So it's really important for you to quickly identify and understand what's your relationship with money. Look, if you struggle financially right now, if money is tight, if you have a scarce relationship or money mindset issues, let's work very, very quickly on shifting that relationship so that when you show up in 
a presentation in a buy-sell encounter. You can stand on a strong, supportive, congruent platform and attach the value to the deliverable and own the price points. This way, you're avoiding incongruently projecting scarcity into or doubt into or or questionability into the value proposition and the price point. So what's your relationship with money? What's your congruency with your product? A lot of salespeople, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners jump into something because they need to make money. They have to sell product. So they jump into whatever's available that's inexpensive for them to just stick their flag in the ground and say, I have a business, I have something to sell. See, you've got to have a purpose behind what it is you're representing. You have to have passion and belief and congruency behind what you're selling. You have to be fueled in order to sell something because reality is you're not going to sell anything. See, you have a product, a service, and solution that fulfills needs, wants, and desires. And when you have this passion, when you have this alignment and this congruency, you never have to sell. When you're clean and pristine on the platform that you represent and that you stand on, you show up heart-centered in a space of service. Add to it, how effective of a communicator are you? See, the biggest mistake people make is they assume communication happens. And the number one aspect of communication is being a strong listener. You've heard the old adage, we have two ears and one mouth, and we should always utilize them proportionately. See, it's our responsibility as a solution provider to truly understand what the person's pain points are, what their problem is, what their needs are, what their wants are. And then being the consummate resident expert of what it is we do, ensuring that Our product, service, and solution accommodates, fits, fills those needs, wants, and desires so that we can then attach our product, service, and solution to the need, want, and desire so our future prospective client truly understands how what it is we have truly solves what it is they need, want, or desire. And as I said, the biggest mistake people make is they assume communication happens. When you truly understand how to communicate and allow yourself to step into people's map of reality, speak into their listening and move them through their decision-making process into the best solution for them, then price will never be an issue because price is only an issue in the absence of value. And when you know your value, when you understand your product solution's value, and you understand the value proposition you're standing on, and you meet people where they're at to take them where they want to go, it's not about negotiating. 
it's about problem solving. And problem solvers are the people who make the big bucks. How well do you understand your competition? How well do you understand your industry? How well do you understand your future prospective clients? Who are they? What are your activities that you're doing to generate the connections to your prospective clients? What are your KPIs? How do you measure your results? What's your follow-up process? What's your follow-up plan? Not everybody buys on the first time. Yes, I have an 88% closing ratio. And yes, I do teach people how to do the one-call close. As a matter of fact, over 70% of my sales are made with the one-call close system. Because I do teach people how to sell without selling. And in that process, I also have the one-call close. What are your skill sets wrapped around communication? What are your skill sets wrapped around sales, leadership? What are your skill sets wrapped around your business and your expertise? How refined, how developed are you? And then last and definitely not least, how do you feel about salespeople? You know, I was working with a client of mine who, he is absolutely positively phenomenal. He is incredible at what he does. And he was really struggling closing people and moving them into his product and service. And finally, we had a heart to heart and it all turned out because he could not stand salespeople. He thought they were sleazy. He thought they were slimy. He's always had really horrible experiences with them. That whole journey made him want to avoid being them. Look, you don't have to be sleazy, slimy. It doesn't matter what your negative perception is of sales experiences you've had in the past. When you start allowing yourself to really, truly own who you are, the expert that you are, when you learn the skill sets and the mindsets to embrace success, to truly learn how to sell without selling, and step into the process of creating a one-call close, sales is nothing more than servicing. Owning the value proposition that you offer getting out of your way so you can get on your way and have your way. It's about meeting your ideal future prospective client where they're at to move them where they want to go. And knowing that you're the expert that solves and serves their needs, wants, and desires. So is sales hard? It doesn't have to be. It's about getting out of your head. It's about showing up clean and pristine, standing on a strong foundation. Cleaning up all that mind chatter, beating down the bully on the brain, getting rid of the itty-bitty shitty committee, and showing up in a space of service. Because yes, sales is simple. Success is simple. 
because they're both a science. Your success is important to me, and it's also important to me to make sure that these episodes are valuable to you and for you. I would love for you to do three things right now. First, I'd love for you to head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. That's head over to Facebook and join our Sell Without Selling community. Second, I'd love for you to hop over to Instagram and follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. Let's hop over to Instagram, follow us at Pivot Point Advantage. And second, I'd love to chat with you and get feedback on the episodes and find out any topics that you're interested in to help make these episodes more powerful and helpful to you achieving the success that you've always dreamed of, desired, and know you deserve. Head over to pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. That's pivotpointadvantage.com slash talk to Stacy. Let's get a 15 minute call on the schedule. Always remember this. Choice is a powerful thing and suffering is always optional. Get out of your way so you can get on your way so you can finally have your way. Thanks so much for listening and I look forward to talking with you soon. Whether it's mastering your mindset, communication, or success, we have more ways to keep you on your journey to greatness. Be sure to visit us at pivotpointadvantage.com for exclusive online training programs, success-specific courses, and more ways to connect to Stacy directly to help you achieve the financial success you've always desired, dreamed, and deserved. That's all available on pivotpointadvantage.com.